Hi, it's Michael Anthony. And welcome to The Meat of It, a carnivore podcast about life. I'm here with Michael Willis, a fellow carnivore and a fellow Michael. <laughs> so welcome, Michael. Thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you very much, Michael. It's really great to be here. Yeah. So um, you're, uh, you're in Michigan. Um, I'm in New York. Uh, uh, um, but uh, yeah, we're, we, we both uh, discovered uh, keto and carnivore, then quickly into carnivore. I, I knew for me it was quick going from keto to carnivore, but we've both done that. And uh, uh, you've lost more weight than I have. I lost uh, almost 80 pounds and you lost over 100. So, right. Um, yeah, what, what, yeah, what's was been your experience? Yeah, it was uh, uh, the transition kind of like uh, like a lot of people went from keto and saw some success, but not not as much success as I could have had. And it started to become more more than just weight loss. It became more about a healthy lifestyle. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, by the wonder of YouTube, I stumbled upon your channel and man, was it encouraging. And I started to kind of see all the things that uh, I still wanted to do. And I do a lot of homework when I, when I start to research something. And so your channel really helped in that process. And uh, I think I probably had more weight to lose than you. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, the weight loss has been the bonus in this, Michael, the, the, the journey has been feeling better, sleeping better. Mm -hmm. you know, all the things that you've mentioned um, mm -hmm. really um, are helping my quality of life. Really, mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. I, I would, I would, I was not that uncomfortable being heavy. I, I felt pretty good, except for the knee pain. So, right. But it was really, yeah, the the deep healing where you you realize, oh, so the weight was just a, kind of a side effect of these other things that are the real problem. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm as vain as anybody out there walking around. Right. So um, it was physically uncomfortable to be heavier and to worry about clothes and those kinds of things. Right. But eventually you start feeling better. And yeah, like you said, joint pain. And, you know, I, I turned 50 a year or so ago. And so to me, it's about, hey, I, I got to start. What can I do in my 50s so that I can benefit my 60s and beyond? Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but what I didn't anticipate, Michael, and this is what you brought to light a lot was just the science behind everything. And things started making more sense to me as far as, um, vegetables and just food in general. So I became kind of a real big nerd when it came to researching all this stuff. And so, um, uh, I know what works for me. I don't know about you. Before carnivore, did you, I can't remember if you mentioned you tried other things to feel healthier or lose weight. Yeah, a little bit. I did kind of a, kind of a paleo thing. I didn't do a very good job of it, but I read the primal blueprint by Mark Sisson and gave it a try, but I was eating a lot of lean chicken and a couple of greens here and there. Cause I felt guilty. Like I, I should be eating greens. Right. <laughs> right. But um, for the most part, yeah, I never really paid much attention to the, and I, I never took nutrition seriously myself. Right. And I always thought you just eat what you want. And uh, as long as you don't go full diabetic, you're fine. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, previous attempts to be healthy 
there wasn't anything I could do where in the end, I still felt hungry. Mm -hmm. Right. So no matter what I did, I'm like, well, that's, I don't know if this can be a long-term solution for me. Then you have the whole exercising part of it, right, too, right? So, well, I can eat whatever I want, and I'll just exercise it all away. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, someone very close to me in, in, in a kind of a uh, wrote me up a, a workout and said, you know, you can follow this to a T, but it's 90% in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I always remembered that as far as like our bodies really, it, you can work it all you want, but you really have to feed it good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so as a carnivore, and as you know, I'm never, I'm not hungry a lot. I can focus on other things. You've mentioned that quite a bit. Oh yeah. All day. Re- I could spend my life worrying about all the important stuff and yeah, I'm not worried about food all the time. Mm-hmm. Or worried. I think that it really helps to quiet down worry altogether. I, I agree with that. Um, cause I think when you first start, maybe something like keto or carnivore, you think you have to have a real expansive creative menu. Uh, you've mm-hmm. mentioned that before too. Like, you know, I keep it pretty simple and the simpler I keep it, Michael, um, the more I crave it, the more that's all I want. Mm-hmm. And I know it's difficult to explain that to people. I don't know how, what you've experienced with convincing or talking about or educating other people and conversations yeah they say all the things yeah Mm -hmm. it takes a huge mindset shift and they say all the things that i used to say that ah, you got to live a little you know enjoy what everything in moderation or all those all those things or the you know exercise or you can work it off in the gym which is you can't uh, you can't you can't outrun a bad diet as the saying goes right i like the comment too um hey listen i love donuts man i can't live a life without you know, I got to have a donut every once in a while. And that's, I'm like, then have your donut. Go mm-hmm. ahead. You know, that do that. But I'm, we all make choices, right? Mm-hmm. I'm making the choice to, I start to view donuts and bad food like I would have uh, drinking too much or smoking or something. I put it in the same category. Yeah. And I think that's, that's helped me mm-hmm. because when you look at things that are unhealthy in this world, those can all be put in the same category, don't you think? I think so. They, they all, it's not like you have one donut and you're diabetic and that's it. You have heart disease the rest of your life. It takes, a, right. it takes time. And the body is really incredibly resilient. I think that yeah. I, I'm surprised myself. All the things that can go wrong. I try not to think about my viscera, you know, all these, the, the guts that are held in by the skin sack. There's a lot in there that could go wrong. And yet, Despite, in my case, decades of poisoning, uh, constant dietary poisoning, I did, and still environmental poisoning to this day, for sure. But uh, yeah, the body can withstand so much. And I think we underestimate it. That's a really good, that's a really good point, because people can live low quality of life for longer than you think, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And so as someone who, you know, I used to do what I do now, but in senior living, you know, so I worked a lot closely with people in their seventies and eighties and nineties. And I saw them up close, those who took care of themselves earlier in life and those based and those who, who really didn't. And boy, that quality of life, Michael really was so vast 
And so I think it's what drives me mm-hmm. to this day is that I know what my future can be or I don't want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember my great-grandfather who had Parkinson's and uh, some other issues, but definitely Parkinson's said, if I had known I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. It <laughs> was his favorite joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's he al- good. He also said, time is your greatest asset. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's, yeah. and that's what he was missing, the time that he could have spent taking better care of himself. Sure. Haven't you experienced, too, um, what patience can do for you? Patience? I, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that when you start a new um, lifestyle or, or eating style, you know, um, you need patience for that to pay off, you know, and not just weight loss. It's more like, you know, boy, you get two, three, four, five weeks under your belt. And all of a sudden you're like, man, now I'm really, I'm sleeping good. I'm feeling good. I, I think that's tough to convince people to, hey, listen, give it six weeks. They're like, I don't, don't want to wait six weeks for results, right? Yeah, which is crazy to me because so many people accept the idea that you have to wait to see results. And quite frankly, my experience with keto and carnivore has been the opposite, where I thought, I can't believe the results are this quick. Oh, sure. That's I was a good losing, point. Mm-hmm, I was losing, I feel like... Uh, what was it? A, probably a, I can't remember the rate that I was, uh, which I was losing weight, but uh, the excess weight. Um, but I just know that all of the healing that I was starting, my mood was improving. My, all these things were getting better so much faster than any other kind of, you know, I've been on antidepressants in the past. Yeah. Whereas, whereas I think within a month, I noticed that I, my depression was gone. I said, wow, I didn't even notice it disappearing. And yet that all that 20 years of more than 20 years of chronic clinical depression gone. So, um, and that was in, in comparison to the, the drugs, which made a, a mild difference after, uh, you know, SSRIs, uh, so selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, those take time to build up in your system and then you might see some mild mild results and you get side effects so just living a natural life now i i uh, take a lot of um, uh, salmon roe that's my my new antidepressant in my well, try salmon roe you've kind of turned and I, I haven't tried it yet yeah and like <clears throat> i just haven't pulled the trigger you know i just oh. i don't even know if it's at the grocery store i typically go to so i have to i have to look it up but I think you talked about this too. Um, as you get older, um, you get used to aches and pains and how your body is, or even mentally, mm-hmm. and you go, oh, well, this is how it's supposed to be. And you just accept that, right? Um, versus when you start uh, a better eating lifestyle, all of a sudden, like, well, I just thought I was supposed to have knee pain at 51. I, I don't anymore. Those mm-hmm. kinds of things too um, are kind of exciting you know as, as you get to be in your 50s you go well there are some things I can control by by my diet I was going to ask you how you do and maybe you've talked about this because um, I think people come across as and that's pushback pushback from friends or family mm-hmm. um, 
pushback from maybe articles or the establishment. Mm -hmm. How do you handle that? I handle it by trying to explain my side and my story. So someone tell just just the other day, I was talking to somebody who, you know, they're awake in many ways, but they don't see how plants could even be a problematic food, let alone, uh, I mean, and, or they, they have no dietary awareness basically. So, um, th- th- this guy tells me, hey, you know, eating all that meat one day, that'll kill you. You know? right. And, uh, I'm thinking and with all due respect, I didn't say it, but I'm thinking yeah. you're limping as you tell me this. And, and I, I saw you drinking a Snapple earlier, all that sugar. I am, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. So, Right. Uh, I just, it's tough uh, to, to see, to me, the, the, the pushback is not a problem. The toughest part for me is keeping my mouth shut, you know, not, right. not, not, uh, not saying to my, my, my friends, uh, you know, Hey, you might want to feed your kid less sugar, Yeah. you know, right. cause that's overstepping. And um, yeah. so you just have to, but honestly, like I said, people are going to come to you and tell you, hey, all that's going to kill you. And I think that's your chance. When they come to you, that's your chance to set the record straight and, and say, uh, actually, I've, visited my, I've personally experienced all these benefits. And how am I going to suddenly die from something that's been making me more alive than ever? Right. Yeah, that doesn't quite make sense. I, I kind of want to say to people too, when they're like, say those things, uh, where were you when I was stuffing my face with pop tarts? Mm-hmm. You know, you're handing you saying, another one. Yeah, exactly. They, they weren't saying these things. And, and so, uh, and I guess, you know, too, I guess there's results and you're kind of become a walking billboard a little bit for what your cause is. And in this case, I'm having success with uh, being a carnivore. Um, people can not only see what changes you look like you know, physically, but your attitude and your mood, like you've mentioned, and those kinds of things too. So I guess you don't um, have to say a whole lot. Um, and I, I like your approach. I think that's kind of where I'm at. I, I, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to be defensive. I, I, I want to educate, but I also know that not everybody cares. So nah. like so you just mentioned, if, if they ask me, I'll, I'll talk about it, but I don't need to, uh, you know, try to uh, evangelize the whole, the whole world, right? No, not at all. It's, it's enough to just do your best to spread awareness. Because, uh, and I say this all the time, there's a predatory food industry out there. And so I think there is some justification in proselytizing to some extent because of the amount of proselytizing the other side is doing. They, they're working their butts off with, scientifically proven methods of programming us into eating more pop tarts. So right. it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a David and Goliath thing for sure. Well, I think we've talked about this where, yeah, there's literally people making money to make bad food more addictive so that you keep eating that. And, you know, I, I have never really struggled with, with um, certain vices, right. I, ne- I never have, but I do know that um, I'm kind of a carboholic. Mm. Some people, some people can process that better. 
Um, I simply can't. Uh, so I, I, I don't get full eating that way. And I, and it's a little scary to me, Michael, um, how bad I could get eating kind of the way I was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, just to think back to knowing what I used to do to my body, I think the numbers must have been insane, the clinical numbers. I, I can't imagine after eating, say, a, a whole frozen pizza, which I would do at least a couple times a week, you, yeah. you know, at least right before carnivore. And it's just the, the damage you do is insane. Right. Well, in, in that, the consistency, um, yeah, think about how many times you did that in a row. You know, mm-hmm. day by day, oh, yeah. week by week, month by month. And yeah, it does take a long time to, to kind of uh, undo all that. But, you know, I think that uh, YouTube and podcasts, it, that's been wonderful to kind of get that message out. And I think you're doing a really good job with that. Um, uh, you know, enter- entertaining uh, as well as educating um, and just life experience. And I think that that's, that's what's eventually going to catch on with other people and and so I, I love that you have a platform for this. I think you use it well. Um, I, I'm not just saying that. I, I really do believe that. Thank um, you. I really look forward to the two or three uh, channel or podcasts that just simply I need. I need that to kind of keep going and and um, confirm what I'm thinking. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, not that I need a support group uh, for carnivore, but uh all I need is a couple of people that I can chat with. And, and I tell you what, I really appreciate you. And, uh, uh, I think it's kind of funny at, at, at this stage of my life. Um, it's so fun to be able to talk to, uh, someone in New York, um, that, uh, like we're, you know, like we're next door. It's, it's really, mm-hmm. it's really great how, how technology can do that. Isn't it? I, yeah. I do sound like a, I do sound like a nerd. I really, I am, you know, overwhelmed by how awesome this is to be able to uh, talk with you today. I really, I really am. Oh, and likewise, I appreciate you very much. And thank you for that. And I marvel at this as well. And I think it's important in life in general, just to not take things for granted. So I think that's beautiful to take note and acknowledge how miraculous this is that we're able to communicate like this. This is in the middle ages, this was the ultimate sorcery you'll you'll watch disney movies and they have a crystal ball that shows somebody where they you know in in another place and maybe you can even talk to them through the crystal ball but right sort of star trek right that's kind of how i always say it that's the scientific version of it yeah Yeah. (laughs) i usually go for the the magic stuff but sci-fi yeah (laughs) that's the sci-fi version uh that's great well, I, I tell you, um, I also uh, like your approach on where you're purchasing uh, beef. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing that a little bit myself. That's uh, great. From, uh, you know, some different places that, uh, whether they actually are here in Michigan local mm-hmm. um, or online, it's, it's really, um, that's amazing to me too, speaking of technology, that you and I can go online and I can order a bunch of steaks and roasts and, and bacon and whatever from a, a, a farm and uh, anywhere. Absolutely. Right? I mean, that's, uh, and I'm not breaking the bank in the, in the process either. 
Yeah, I was surprised to find how affordable it was to. Luckily, I love ground beef, and that tends to be a little more inexpensive. They price it lower for, uh, I guess, because they're throwing in all kinds of you know bits and pieces that otherwise would have looked too unappealing. But they're just fine. They just right. You know, they're not the the perfect ribeye. So yeah, into the grinder. Right. I love that you're using your air fryer too. I've discovered the air fryer for for all sorts of things too. And uh, tried the uh, the beef uh, like meatballs. Cool. Uh, the other night that was that was fantastic, and I liked your uh, latest on the cheese and the you know. Uh, so yeah, I appreciate the approach too, and uh, I think it's funny how people kind of talk about uh, you know if you go keto and carnivore, there's still some of those things you kind of like the maybe some mixed nuts or some <laughs> cheese, and in the whole big you know scheme of things. It's um, it's not all that bad, but you do really try to limit it. Oh wow, I I used to eat so many nuts. I I would I, pistachios, almonds, the oxalates in the almonds alone. I can't imagine. I need more educated on why I really need to limit the nuts even more. Hmm. So have you have you spoken about that? Not um, much. No, I but um. Yeah, I, I haven't studied it much since I just don't eat those things anymore. Yeah. But there are a few reasons. I think uh, the the type of fat, I think, is uh, is less stable. And so um, it's uh, along with just other, uh, there, there are anti-nutrients to look out for. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, a nut is a seed. A seed is a plant's baby. And that baby's going to be protected one way or another. There's the hard shell, but there's also, uh, there are toxins often that are, um, that will poison whatever's trying to destroy or consume rather that plant's baby. Right. I mean, no one lets their baby just <laughs> go. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, there good, are some that's, animals. That's a good way to look at that. Um, yeah. I look at the side effects too of like it calorie count um i can eat so much of them and it really adds up and yeah like you said where's the nutritional value outside mm-hmm. of fiber that i've learned i don't really even need i was right? thinking so, what are you talking about the benefits of fiber i thought we were on the same page here <laughs> yeah it's not you know it's mm-hmm. uh but yeah because i that was such a lie that that uh that's i think that's maybe the toughest michael really is the world having a misunderstanding about fiber. Mm -hmm. Um, I do come across that quite often. People say, but what do you do for fiber? And then I have to tell them, hey, not only do you not need fiber, but fiber may be hurting you. Yeah. It's just- That's a mind blower to to a lot of people. And um, so, but I want to educate myself more so that I can really- um, cut out all the, you know, to be 98% carnivore to me, I'd really like to be a hundred and really be strict with that. And so by educating myself on, on why it's not good always helps me in that process. So mm-hmm. I feel like I have a PhD in um, hours of videos on, on YouTube where I research. Um, but that's where some of the good stuff is. And I've really found a lot of so I'm going to continue that and maybe I'll try to come across some that really hit home the idea of 
cut out some of those things that I uh, like to creep in at, at times. But yeah, um, I tell you what, I, I, I'm not one that wants to, uh, uh, I don't talk a ton about losing over a hundred pounds, but mm-hmm. I feel like, um, if you do that, uh, you got to share it somehow because I don't want that to go to waste. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, in fact, I often forget to bring up the obesity that I, I mean, I, 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 I do say that I, I lost weight, but I often get lost in mentioning the other things that I overcame, especially the, uh, uh, everything that was leading me to heart disease. So that uh, I totally relate that um, it, it's hard to, it's hard to focus on just weight. I don't think you should focus on just weight. No, no. And unfortunately that used to be my, what drove me the most. Um, but it, it is very I, useful. I mean, to show people physically, you know, yeah. they can see a big difference. Right. But it does, but it not only affects you physically, but I think we mentioned this too, your mood, your outlook on life. Yeah. Um, it, it all changes way more it important. It, it completely changes when you're, when uh, you're not so bogged down uh, with the unhealthy part. So um, no, I, I, I say this to you, Michael, uh, uh, I would encourage you to um, don't let up, don't let up the message that you, you bring to, to people. I don't say that to be cute. I say that to um, really encourage you because your videos um, help change my life. I don't, I don't say that to be overdramatic. I don't say that to be, um, uh, I, I, I truthfully believe that. And, um, you know, my family is thankful for that. My friends are thankful for that. Uh, my folks are thankful for that. And, um, you know, I, I get to say something like, uh, yeah, you know, this guy I know in New York, Michael Anthony, he helped me. Right. How cool Absolutely. is that, man? How, how cool is that? I, I, I love that. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. And that's, that's what I hope to do. I mean, that's, I can't stop. And I, I just hope that the, uh, although I could get in trouble for other reasons with YouTube, I'm hoping that uh, it's a while before they start coming for the carnivores to force us all to eat bugs. And Right. <laughs> Well, hopefully we're, we're away from that, but uh, nothing's going to surprise me at this point. I mean, yeah. the big push um, with um, the meatless uh, culture, um, boy, I, it's a little depressing when I see how bigger that section of the store is getting. Oh, you see, uh, the, you see it growing? I keep hearing jokes that no one ever wants to touch that garbage. <laughs> well... That's true, but they're trying, they're trying. <laughs> they're still you know, expanding, I, even though no one's buying it, they're still expanding. Yeah, because yeah, I think someone's convinced that, uh, yes, people are gonna, and I mean, there's there's one store, it's literally next to, there's the steaks and the roasts, and then literally right here, if you don't read carefully, I'm like, oh, that's interesting, and looked up, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's, oh. that's impossible or meatless or whatever. I mean, they're putting it right next to, I don't know if there's a reasoning for that, <laughs> it's obvious the reasoning they're trying to you know trying to confuse you and trying to make you think oh this is just as good maybe even hope that you don't notice that it's not meat right it's, it's hard to say but um 
Yeah, I, I, I think we're safe for a while, but uh, yeah, don't be shocked when. And do you hear the, the ice cream truck? No. Okay, there's an ice cream truck passing by the enemy. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, however, I can be a resource to you, Michael. I tell you what, I, I, I'm, I'm, I want to come along for the ride on, on, uh, on your journey. See success, see you succeed uh, in uh, spreading the message of uh, carnivore, but also, to be honest with you, I, I want to see you succeed in the other areas of your life that you've kind of shared um, with your career. Um, that's fun for me. Um, I'm a grandparent now and an uncle, and you know I, I love um, seeing other people succeed, and and uh, that's what I want for you. Thank uh, you so much. I want to see you. Um, you have a lot of skill, a lot of talent, and uh, it's going to be fun sitting back and watching you. So, so thanks. That means the world. I really appreciate that. You have a very generous spirit. Well, hey, um, I tell people, um, I, I, I don't say that when I don't mean it. And uh, otherwise, it's, it's just fluff. There's no need to, to, to do that. You want to be nice. And, um, but um, I try to... Uh, I try to encourage where I really see that. Uh, so keep it up. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I can't, I'm just like you said, uh, um, when you approached me ab about uh, talking about this, I, uh, I can't not talk about it. My, right. my experience and try it's completely reshaped what I, I used to, want to create content that was just just entertainment just i mean which is fine I, I like that kind of thing but i can't focus on that anymore i can't just uh focus on drawing silly faces as much as i used to i i i ended up uh drawing a poster the other day uh, against krispy kreme giving away free donuts to anyone who can prove they've been vaccinated because i'm so horrified by the metabolic right. damage that they do to people and then they're going to make them more susceptible to infection by feeding them donuts it's insane right. yeah i know um i did like your your uh, steak drawing i did get one of those for myself oh thank I, you uh, yeah i've had, i've got that in my kitchen i like as a it's a nice little reminder so um, cool yeah my my son was was making fun of me it was really kind of fun um <laughs> he's 19 so I, anything i do is you know just silly, right? But uh, oh, of course, yeah. At but, that uh, age. But uh, no, I love the that my family respects and loves my approach as well. I think that means everything. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, those closest to you see you the happiest, see you succeeding, mm -hmm. um, encourage you. They may not eat like you. They may eat completely different, but they encourage and they support. And I think um, my closest friends, um, some coworkers, and my family. Um, have been so great mm. in that. And I think, I think you've talked about this too, surrounding yourself with, with those who build you up uh, is important. Um, I certainly believe that. And that's wonderful that you have all that support. How's that been for you? It's, uh, I generally, I'm very happy to say that most people are, are just completely supportive. They don't even question it, but we don't necessarily talk about it, but uh, they, uh, yeah, I, I do get some pushback from the occasional family member or um, I, I did have coworkers who warned me 
Just like the friend I met the other day that all that meat's going to kill you after a while. You might be doing great now, but. (laughs) Right. So um, overall, though, it's been, yeah, I'm, I I love my, uh, my loved ones. That's why I love them. They, they're the, uh, I don't know if it's unconditional love, but it's as close as you're going to (laughs) get. Oh, that's great. Well, i tell you what, hopefully, um, uh, you know, I think the goal is to uh, encourage just one person that's listening today that can um, say, hey, if these guys can do it, you know, I can do it. Because I'll tell you this, I'm the average guy. You know, I am the, I am the guy next door that, you know, um, I'm a facility manager, um, you know, small family. I, I'm just a normal guy that, that took on this uh, approach to, to health and food and, and lost a bunch of weight and feel. But, you know, if I can do that, then anybody out there that's struggling with this or wants to, they can too. And I, I think you hit it right in the head. When something changes your life so much and you see such health benefits, um, you can't help but want to share it mm-hmm. and, and continually encourage other people. And, and uh, I wouldn't do that if I had a cure for, for cancer or a cure for something. I, I wouldn't hold that information in. You know, I mm-hmm. would not share that. Um, so conviction, right? And mm-hmm. you're convicted about something. Um, I think that's where you and I both are on the same page is there's a conviction there that uh, you can't help but say, hey, I care about you, man. I care about you. And I want you to be healthy, too. I want you to see the same successes. Absolutely. It's, uh, it becomes unbearable to see others suffering unnecessarily when you've reversed, reversed a lot of the same things they're going through, going through and you know exactly what could help them and you not you necessarily tell them, you know, unless they come to you. But uh, yeah, the, spreading the message one way or another, people have uh, the freedom to play this uh, podcast and they also have the freedom to turn it off. So I don't feel like it's proselytizing to, <laughs> to explain right. things in this case, but yeah, it, it, it's a fine line of respecting others and not offending and yet sharing the truth on something, right? Sure, you know? but I think about it and they, they, they're coming at me saying that my diet's going to kill me. So I have to think about that as well. <laughs> right. It's not a very yeah, kind thing to say to someone when you think. No, about it. It, no it's not. Um, that was mentioned in the documentary Supersize Me. Did mm-hmm. you watch that? I think I did watch it, yeah, a while, a while ago, but yeah. He talks to a doctor in that, um, or is a therapist. I can't remember who he was, but it's like our society um, might say something like, hey, those, those cigarettes are going to kill you. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I know they're going to. But we sh- stop shy of going, hey, that cheeseburger. No, I, I won't say cheeseburger. I'll <laughs> say uh, those, those French fries are going to kill you. Oh, yeah. We, we don't say that to people, right? Because yeah. that's not socially acceptable yet. Um, uh, are we going to get there? I don't know, Michael. I, I, I don't know if, if, if we're going to be bold enough of a society as, as a whole to say, cheesecake, man, what are you doing? You know, mm. and, and call someone out for something like that, right? 
Yeah, you, it's so deeply ingrained. It's cultural. I mean, you mentioned cheesecake, and I think Junior's down. You know, we that's a New York uh, staple almost. Yeah. Junior's cheesecake, and I used to enjoy that. Um, I I know that there are some carnivores who make a carnivore-friendly cheesecake, but um, yeah, I don't need that stuff anymore. But um, the culture of of food is so deep. You now have millennia of of these recipes that from around the world that people feel are i mean some of them are beneficial like say that they will incorporate cooking methods that uh in the ancient times would help to prevent some of the damage caused by these plant foods that are included with the meat so uh, they knew how to prepare things better but um like they, they wouldn't dare touch a lot of these raw kale or raw spinach that kind of crap that we would eat they they cooked everything in a very specific way because they learned from experience but um i don't know the the, the getting through millennia of of, of culture is tough and yeah every even even decades happens. even decades of culture oh most certainly i mean everything's associated with food mm-hmm. i used to you know if i went on vacation or i travel from work the first thing I'm looking up is, you know, uh, restaurants and where we're eating and mm-hmm. how many meals in one day can I get in because I'm in Vegas and there's food everywhere. And um, yeah, you start to see seem pretty abnormal to other people when you're you're eating less or you're eating one meal a day or you're doing you know, it's like, well, what are you talking about? You know, yeah. um, but I've lost the taste for that. And I think you've mentioned that, too. I, I, I cheesecake, for, for example. Um, do I think it might taste good? Well, probably. But the desire to have it mm-hmm. is is completely gone. I, I like to it's think hard of to it explain. as no, no. Allow me, allow me. I compare <laughs> it. To, I compare it to former lovers, right? Okay. That's that's all you have to say. It was wonderful while we had it, but it's over. You know, <laughs> that's how I see it. Right. No, that's good. That's really the, good. Of course, cheesecake is delicious. Anyone who th- anyone out there who thinks that I don't like the things that I used to eat, I I I thought they were delicious, but they were killing me. So right. I stopped. That's right. a pretty good reason, I think. That's a great reason. It, in the end, you have to go. Okay, what do I like better? Do I like all these benefits that we've talked about tonight? You know, uh, from. from all the way down to my clothes fitting better. Do, do I like all that stuff? And is that really worth eating unhealthy food? And I think people will find, like you and I have found, it's not even a comparison, man. No, it's I'm doing that. Comparable. At this point, I'm making that bargain with cheese. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that's, that's as low as I'm willing to go. And, uh, right. I mean, and again, it's still, I, I try not to say bad things about cheese because I think it's a very healthy thing in moderation, but yeah. you know, a lot of people have issues with cheese. They can't eat any. So I respect that. Right. Most certainly. Yeah. Well, this, I hope this is uh this has been a good experience for you. I tell you what, I, I, I appreciate the, the opportunity to, to uh, uh, come on with you and uh, you know, whatever you, uh, uh, doing here in the near future, you know, please, please, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, I, I love watching. So um, thank you. Keep, keep it up, Michael. Um, I'm going to have to split here. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, been a pleasure. Know, yeah, it's, it's been it's been a, a lot of fun for me. And uh, so thanks for for putting up with me. Sometimes I tend to ramble. Oh, and, please. Uh, that's why you're here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So um, best wishes to you. And, uh, and let's you. make sure this isn't the uh, the last time we talk. Won't be. Thank you, Michael. You bet. All right, take care. All right. Thanks. Thank you. And that was a really wonderful conversation. Thanks again to Michael for joining me. And thanks to you for joining us. I think it's really important for us to share our stories, and I'm glad to be doing conversations again. I almost called it an interview, but these are conversations. So you can look forward to more of these. I'm really happy to share more experiences beyond my own, because stories are what got us here, I think. At least that's what got me here, my own story, other people's stories. And I just want to encourage as many people as possible to live the healthiest, freest life they can and to share their stories and their passions. Special thanks, of course, to all of my supporters at Patreon. Kevin, Jeffrey, Nate, Matt, Todd, Alice, Mary, Adrian, Jordan, Grigori, Freeze Corleone 27, and now Michael. Thanks for joining, and I really appreciate it. I appreciate all of your support. You're making all the things I do way more possible, so uh, I'm going to keep giving you everything I've got. Not only am I back to having conversations here, but I'm also going to be on someone else's podcast soon, so when I have more info, I'll share that with you. Because I'm a podcast guest. If you have any suggestions or requests for guests, I'll do my best. I'm turning into Dr. Seuss again. Thanks again for joining me. Live healthy and free. And I'll see you again soon.